0: DC headquarters here. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on the Odyssey app. Don't forget you missed anything. The show's already been going on two hours. Wherever you get your podcasts, download it, subscribe, say nice things. Say nice things about the Cubs because Ryan's sweating right now.
1: Yeah, if you missed any of tonight's show, I
0: hate you. <laughs> I mean, that's straightforward listen to the listen point. To
1: all four, if I'm here, you're here with me. You listen to all four hours. <laughs> you make me come in here. You have to do it too, damn
0: it. You have to listen.
1: I have the microphone and you don't. Is ESPN
0: doing their, like, is this yeah. their, like, 24-hour fantasy yeah. thing they do? Yeah. Yeah.
1: 24 hours of fantasy football, Nick. I love fantasy football. I don't need 24 hours. Of no, episode. I don't either. I do need the uh, new Hard Knocks episode, though, tonight. Excited. I just saw Aaron Rodgers was at uh, Joe Jonas's birthday. Ooh, big deal. Yeah, big year big coming up deal. for Rodgers. All right. Hanging out with the Jonas Brothers.
0: He is just hanging out with everybody. He is just turning himself into a celebrity, probably because he was
1: in Green Bay for so long. We haven't canceled the Jonas Brothers or, like, one of the jo- – okay, well, they're still good? Okay. You never know anymore. You never know. Yeah. That's true. You never, you know. never know. You know. I want to uh, cancel Ian Happ because he keeps swinging at <laughs> nonsense, but other than that – Trista, yeah. you
0: should hear him during the breaks. He's like, I'm going to break something if the Cubs blow this. I would never. It's the bottom of the third, and he's never. already acting like it's the ninth inning. I
1: would never, Trista.
0: Oh, my God. What? The mic. She's talking and there's no sound. Oh. Well, hopefully Pat can talk to us. (laughs) I
2: don't, know. It's, it's, uh, I don't know what's there going go.
0: on. Something just changed. Something went on. So there anyway, start oh, again, yeah. Trista. I, don't want, I want to make sure that you get in what you had to say before you were muted.
2: The Crosstown cross rivalry uh, is getting Ryan's panties in a bunch.
0: That's a good point. There is there is extra emotion to this. You're right. Yeah. And I bet the game. So. Well, yeah, also that, which which really, let's be honest, that's the most important. I don't want to lose my role. messy
1: money already. <laughs>
0: All right, we bring on Patrick Everson, senior reporter, Vegas Insider, as we always say, friend of show. We love having you on, Pat. There's no reason why uh, we wouldn't want that literally every single week. That's why you're here. Uh, so we were talking a lot about college football last segment, Heisman odds, you know, quarterbacks and uh, the transfer portal and how much this is just changing the outlook of some programs so quickly here. And just, look, we, we've obviously got a schedule out. We can see a lot of these games down down the road a little bit. Where Where is a lot of the money going right now if you're kind of looking down the road at some of the bigger games uh, in college football <laughs>
3: think i'm wrong
2: patrick when you see the ap pull out the coaches pull out like what's Mm -hmm. the biggest disparity between the rankings and where the money is going uh in terms of odds for college football playoffs
3: well i think one i believe Florida. i haven't looked at it today but i i think i saw florida state's in the top 10 right
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: that that's, that's one where, uh, again, with this odds, he pointed out and he actually kind of pointed specifically to the Florida state Clemson game, but there were other examples of this with how wagering has come in on other games and in other markets such as college football playoff and so forth. But, um, what he said kind of specific to this Florida state Clemson game was people expect Clemson to be right where it was a couple of years ago. He doesn't see that yet. However, the the betters, especially sharp betters early on with these new with these fresh odds on the board, uh, actually bet Clemson up from a one point favorite against Florida State all the way out to three and a half Trista. So they went through the key number already. And as he pointed, he said, I have Clemson less than what the market is dictating and I have Florida State rated higher. He thinks he thinks highly of Florida State, but he said the Sharps disagree with me on both sides of that equation. They like Clemson more than he does. And they like, and they're not as enamored by Florida State as he is. So, uh, a couple of teams that uh, that are both, I believe, in the top ten. That uh, at least one of them, Florida State, uh, is not quite getting the love. And then, if you take a look at the college football playoff market, Trista, there's certainly some teams that um, uh, that are that are that you can still get a pretty good price at, and aren't getting better's attention as much attention as normal, uh, and you know, kind of under the radar teams, if you will. And I know one of them that was mentioned was Texas, if you can believe that. they always People fall in love with Texas every year, um, but uh, the odds maker I spoke of said, I kind of feel like they're still under the radar, you know, uh, they, you get them in the 20 to one range. Um, and as the team I just mentioned, Clemson, maybe a little under the radar. So maybe a little underrated, if you will, even though they're in the top 10, uh, you're still looking at being able to get Clemson uh, around 18, you know, 18 to 1, 16 to one, 18 to one, somewhere in there. Clemson and Florida State pretty close together on the odds board at most books, though. So uh, they're, they're, you know, they have, you know, at least the oddsmakers think similarly of both teams' national championship chances.
1: Pat, what are you hearing about Ohio State coming into the season? Because every year in the Ryan Day offense, you just expect the next guy to kind of like fill in and throw to NFL wide receivers like Marvin Harrison and like JSN last year. But uh, nobody really knows anything about Kyle McCord this season. Uh, they should be solid defensively. But what about Ohio State in the Big Ten?
3: Yeah, I think that's a good one to, to, to bring up, Ryan, because uh, speaking with a different odds maker here in Las Vegas, been on the phone a bunch the last few days uh, with, with college football obviously getting ready to kick off here pretty shortly, a week and a half or so. And one interesting thing that happened, minor, relatively minor move, but Ohio State, and this isn't necessarily at every book, but Ohio State leapfrogged Michigan and in, moved into the number three spot behind Alabama and Georgia. At this particular book, other books, I believe, I think there's at least one other book that has Alabama. It might even be about MGM, that has Alabama and uh, uh, Alabama and Ohio State, like literally even. But Ohio State's moved up a little bit, and the reason this odds maker said that and leapfrogging Michigan in leapfrogging Michigan in the odds, he said we assigned the edge to Ohio State to be the slight Big Ten, Big Ten favorite, and therefore made the slight improvement in national championship odds to have Ohio State a little bit shorter. Than Michigan, so they, they certainly like both teams a lot, but they like Ohio State a little bit more.
0: Talking to Patrick Everson, bet MGM tonight. You, you hinted at this. We have Hard Knocks season two, or episode two, coming out tonight. And we know when teams are on hard knocks, man, sometimes it can drive the hype and it can just get people all juiced up. Kind of like Ryan over here, who's already all in on the Jets and now even more all in on the Jets. How much of a liability are the Jets starting to become to books with all of this Jets excitement when it comes to Super Bowl?
3: Oh, they're pretty big, and I'm fairly certain. I'm double-checking now, but I'm fairly certain that for BetMGM, the Jets are the number one liability, and that's just in some correspondence that uh, that, – John Ewing and his data and stats team sent over this week. Number one liability. Uh, you know, keep in mind I the, there are a lot of, you know, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the, the Niners, the Eagles, they're all getting money. And, and in some cases, more money than the Jets. But the Jets, while the Jets' odds are significantly shorter and have been significantly shorter ever since uh, you know, March, early April, when people knew the Aaron Rodgers deal was going to go through, they started shortening the Jets quite a bit, and they've basically been in that fifteen to 16, one, 16 to one range for several months now. But I was talking to one odds maker in town who did note, kind of alluding to what I just said, that that if you take hard knocks out of the equation, listen, the Jets are you know they opened forty to one by by April, they were or late April certainly they were in that fifteen to sixteen to one range, so they were already being heavily bet just off the Aaron Rodgers effect, but. When you add in Hard Knocks, what he said was, last week, I guess Episode 2 tonight is tonight, correct? hmm So, last yeah. week, in the wake of Episode 1, he said, we've definitely seen a, sp- in a spike in that 24-hour window after last week's show. Mm-hmm. No team took more action. And he said it wasn't—that was Super Bowl he was kind of speaking to. But then he started speaking to regular season win totals, 80% of the money on, on over 9.5. And, and he said it's the same thing with the prop, that the yes-no of whether the Jets make the playoffs— four-to-one money on the Jets, on yes, on the Jets to make the playoffs, and he said that window after that first episode opened for those markets, too, he said there's been no other team that's gotten a bigger push, basically, over the last few days than the Jets, and that might, there might be another shove after episode two goes up tonight.
2: Yeah, episode one was basically a propaganda uh, episode (laughs) for the (laughs) Jets. in terms of like how good Aaron Rodgers it looks like how good the offense is going to be how sauce Gardner is pushing Garrett Wilson so it doesn't shock me because I internally even though I know that the Jets have flaws on the offensive line which were not highlighted at all in episode one (laughs) I was like oh yeah I'm ready to run through a wall for these Jets get me to the window Pat Uh, another team that is always getting public love are the Cowboys my Cowboys Fifteen to one. Uh, what's up with handle uh, amount of bets on on them to win the Super Bowl or to win? Right, the and this is
3: coming. I'm, I'm going to pop this up and look from BetMGM. The Cowboys are not among the top liabilities. Obviously, the Jets are there. Um, the Chiefs may be a liability, but but it may not be very much just because uh, of, of them having one of the shorter numbers. They're currently six to one at BetMGM. The Cowboys just kind of floating around. They were fourteen to one to open. They're fifteen to one currently, so they're kind of right there with the with the Jets, uh, and they're probably. It looks like they're about running about seventh or eighth in ticket count at BetMGM, and they're in a similar range on bet count. So I would guess that the cow. You know, at the, at the moment for BetMGM, the Cowboys are probably a pretty good outcome. In fact, I'm going to take a look here at their liabilities. Biggest liabilities. This is kind of interesting. I, I think nationally, when you factor in the uh, retail sports books, Trista, because and, and most of the betting is is done obviously on from the palm of our hand or from our computer screen or whatever. But when you're only talking digital, BetMGM digital, the Lions are still the biggest liability. But I'm sure that the Jets, when you factor start factoring in retail, it's the Jets. But the Bills and Bengals are liabilities as well. The Cowboys are not mentioned uh, among the liabilities. They're not they're not among the top three or four in tickets. They're not among the top three or four in money. So I would say if the Cowboys, you think they're going to be good. Uh, you might want to take a pop on them, and uh, they're just kind of hanging around in that 14 to 15 to 1 range. Really, as much as you can fly under the radar as like the 6th or 7th choice on the board, that's what they're doing.
1: Uh, Pat, what are you seeing with the Women's World Cup tomorrow? Well, I should say this morning. Uh, in a couple hours, we get Australia <laughs> Yeah, and in a few hours here. <laughs> England's minus 160 to qualify. Uh, Australia is a little bit better than even money, plus 110 right now. Anything on the uh, World Cup, what we got left?
3: Right. Well, and, and England for a while there had moved into the favorites role at, at BetMGM as that tournament unfolded. Just even before Team USA got eliminated, Ryan, they, they moved into that favorites role with, uh, with, with Team USA not looking very solid in group play. But at BetMGM, and this was just from a little bit earlier this afternoon from Drew O'Dell, again, another one of their great stats people. You guys have got a great team to work with, with BetMGM, I'll tell you that. They put a lot of great information out. But on the three-way money line, you got England taking 51% of the bets, 62% of the handle, which is a lot more than anything else. Uh, Australia, 32% of bets, but only 19% of money. And that's the same amount of money that draw is taking in this match. So they're definitely on England in this. Uh, But look, Australia's got the home field advantage, and, and, and they've done very, very well to this point. I'm sure they'll be pretty amped up. It's not a value play because I've been told by One Odds Maker that plus 317 is kind of that tipping point to bet draw but I'm going to bet draw anyway. 90 minutes plus injury time draw and hope it goes to extra time and I make a few bucks. A little Chili's money.
0: (laughs) You know what? Sometimes it's just the tiny little bit and that's all you need. Patrick Everson, always good to talk to you. Glad you're back on with us again. We'll talk to you, I'm sure, next week. Thanks, Pat. Absolutely. Thank you all for having me on. Have a great week. You bet. Shocking, you know, people watching the Jets and seeing the love fest for Aaron Rodgers and now all of a sudden everybody wants to bet him to win the Super Bowl. They should have bet Inter-Miami with me
1: tonight. 4-1 winners. Ding! Sorry, that just went You final. have a bell right next to you. Just ring the bell. Whew. Come on. Needed that, because the Cubs are going to let me to do down. You
2: literally... Can just, Cubs are going to let You me can down. literally just ring the bell.
0: <laughs> Cubs are going to let me down. You, you, you got plenty of time. I don't... I, you know, I don't... And you, like, you're, like,
2: you're like Robert Sala. hmm Just negative many, for many no reason.
0: This.
1: Many yeah. people do say this.
0: Listen to Aaron
1: Rodgers. He says you're being too negative, Robert. Oh, you I'm are, too. Going to be listening to some Aaron Rodgers and about... Ooh, 155 minutes, episode two, hard knocks. Tonight. Actually, pretty decent math there. Well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. We get to see some Zach Wilson Cute. tonight. Some Z Z-du- well, Z Dub, I'll call him. Z Dub. Z Dub.
0: Z Dub. I don't. I don't know if that's gonna stick. Z Dub. No. No? Sure. Like no. uh, we can. Z Dub. Good. No. Not that. Z Dub. We can work on it. We can work on it. will do that. I like it. What's changed in the NFL's futures market after a week of the preseason? We'll look at that next. It's BetMG on the night.
2: Clown.